Welcome to the Fitness Candor Podcast. Your host, Eric Feigl, will be bringing you the truth about exercise and the fitness industry. You'll hear from fitness professionals, exercise science professors and researchers, fitness industry entrepreneurs and leaders, as well as people who simply love to talk shop. Stick around after the show to learn how you can get your topic in an upcoming episode. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Fitness Scanner Podcast. I am joined by the one and only Missy McCain-Ball, and we are actually on-site together. This is the second time we're at Balance, on-site at Balance Fitness in Harrison, Ohio. This is the second time we've seen each other face-to-face. The first time was a week ago, uh, and this is our, what, fourth podcast, third podcast, something like that? Fourth, I think, yeah. Right, so she thought that I was fake. Not a real human. Because apparently I own part of this building. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. And everybody knows Missy, but nobody and I knows live me. Here and I've never seen you. <laughs> yeah, so that's a problem. But anyway, we're here. We had to do this. I almost thought it wouldn't happen because of schedule stuff. But uh, we're, so we're sitting in a, a big room right now with a bunch of equipment in front of a spin bike and some med balls. And uh, yeah, this is like a real live podcast. Crazy. Except it's not going out to anybody right now. So yeah. if something's messed up, I can always edit it. Awesome. But uh, anyway, Missy, you just got done working out. I did. So what what was your workout? Shoulders. Shoulders. Yeah. What was the whole thing? How long did it take? Oh, I don't. Well, longer than it should have, just because I was waiting for you. Oh, but sorry. No, I'm not, listen. I don't mind. Trust me. Anytime I can lift more weight, I'm totally happy about that. So I don't know, an hour maybe. An hour. hour and a half. Nice. You do, and you do splits usually, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So I today today's my off day. I'll do uh, all legs tomorrow. Usually just like one heavy set of like everything, 20 reps, maybe six, eight exercises, done. I'm putting yeah. new legs tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I should probably should've, I should have done them today. But then I was afraid that I wouldn't make it here. If you yeah, can't drive right. after that. I have to mentally prepare myself for a few days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> the last time you and I spoke, which... I don't know. I don't know. Like via text every once in a while, but like our schedules are messed up. But like summer's kind of over with because summer's kind of weird. So now we're kind of back in like regular schedule swing of things, I think. Uh, But we talked about how important form was. In the first episode we had, in the second episode we talked about, and I talk about it almost every single podcast. I don't care how much weight a person can can push, can pull. um, If their form is incorrect, the weight doesn't matter. Number one... Yeah. you're going to ruin your joint integrity. Yeah. Okay, you're going to injure something. Uh, some some damage is going to happen. And you're wasting your time. We, we definitely wasting your time. Your output, that's when you see a lot of people just like the volume is so freaking high because their their form is complete crap, right? right? And you pick, pick an exercise. But um, just because your muscles are moving doesn't mean they're actually being hit. Effectively, right. Right, exactly. Right. So um, give us your your take on why form is important. Uh, why people should focus on that, if you believe that, why people should focus on that first and foremost and always after they first start strength training. Well, first I want to put a disclaimer on it because I don't want everybody to be like, this bitch said I should go to the gym and nobody's going to judge me. <laughs> now, That's I'm true. still not judging. I'm still not judging. No. But Neither one of us are judging. We're right. just stating like there's can... some shit that you do. There's some stuff that you do that is 100% the right way. And there are some things that you do that's 100% the wrong way. Right. Using poor form, even if you think you're going to squeak in just like an extra rep or set, that one extra rep or extra set 
can be the last one you do for a long time right. because of poor form. Right. Totally. So. Totally. Yes. Um, and so I, I want to say too that like if I talk about anything, I'm not talking about anyone specifically. Yep. But if you feel like I'm talking to you, maybe you need to change something. Yeah. Like I don't. Well, come at me, bro. Right. <laughs> no, no, don't. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, just what you said before. Like I don't. You see a lot of people lifting for ego, and and again, it goes back to people who are coming in for the first time new. Like no one's judging you, so don't walk over to the heaviest weights and think that you need to pick those up. Right. Go to the lighter weights. Figure out what you're doing isolate the muscle that you're supposed to be working and use your brain to think about it. Like that's the whole part that makes it interesting and fun for me. Like if you are thinking about what you're supposed to be squeezing and slowly doing that movement, mm. you almost can't do it wrong. I mean, certainly you can be doing it wrong, but if you're thinking about what you're supposed to be doing, what you're working, squeezing it slowly and taking your time and not going in to just pick up the biggest weight and move it around, yeah. you're going to, first of all, starting out, better than if you were just lifting a giant heavy weight and walking out of the gym. Um, so I, when I talk about it, the form too, I, people who are new, I feel like they're going to think that I'm talking to them. And honestly, when I'm talking about form, I'm more talking to the people who are, who have been doing it for a longer time right. versus the people that are just walking in the gym thinking somebody's going to look at me because I'm doing it wrong. Yeah. Because there, at that point, there's really no excuse. Right. And, and, and if you've been lifting for, I mean, I don't know who you want to call like an expert, but someone who's been lifting for several years, especially if you're still ego lifting, then you got to do some reevaluating. Right. If your whole body is moving when you're doing triceps, something's wrong. <laughs> or a lat pull down. Yes. Or it's or not getting like a full uh, range of motion in a squat. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. That's a different. All, all those are different problems. So. So talk about that more about the. If you're a beginner, when you come in, see, okay, <clears throat> in my mind, there's a specific way, like a person should be broken in, but if you're doing it all by yourself and you don't have the option to go and find somebody that knows what they're doing to help you. Which is kind of how I started. Yeah. I mean, a lot of us did, mm -hmm. right? I mean, when I was in high school, I mean, we had coaches and stuff that were guiding us, but they, they didn't know anything because they were PE teachers for the most part. They are overworked anyway. They are like, dude, go in the weight room and here's something on men's health. Good luck. Right. So, but if you, you know... You pick exercises. That's what I mean. That's a great thing about machines to start out with, like we talked about, to start out with, because they'll, they'll, in terms, you can still use bad form of machines. I've seen it a lot, but you, it's smooth for the most part. Hopefully, you can't, of your range of motion. <laughs> yeah, you can't hurt yourself. Those, that's not true. There's a less likely, uh, a likelihood of you hurting yourself if you're just going nice and slow and controlled on machines to start. But as soon as somebody steps in like a weight room, like the one right outside these doors where it's, you know, mostly um, hammer strength, Nautilus, and plate-loaded machines, and they have no idea what they're doing, then it's like a whole other level. Because you're kind of in a fishbowl, right? right? So then right. people start staring and looking, and everybody knows who's new, who's not new. Right. And I don't necessarily see it out here as much. I feel like everybody's kind of a, it's a pretty good community. It is for sure. Which That's is great. Here. Yeah. yeah. But, and we have a lot of people that will... I mean, myself included, I try to mind my own business sometimes, but if I see one of the younger girls doing something wrong, like I'll legitimately step up, like try it this way. Yeah. Like this is, I don't, you know, don't arch your back so much on that. Or like the other day I just walked up behind one of the girls and I just grabbed her elbows. Like you're, you're swinging your arms and you're doing that bicep curl and you're, you're wasting your time. Like, yeah. and not nasty, not mean, just helping. But I feel like it's different for me here because people know me and they know that I'm not coming over to be a know-it-all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, exactly. It's it's definitely a good community here. So let's say you don't have that kind of good community and you're a beginner, you come in, where do you think people, how, how does somebody get started? 
knowing they have good form? Um, do you, I mean, it, there's probably not a right answer to this. Right. I mean, you can Everybody's certainly do research but. and, you know, we've talked about this already, going on Instagram or going on the internet, YouTube, but you're going to find people that have terrible form there too. You yeah. have to be careful about what your sources are for sure. Um, Instagram can be a very scary place for form to have seen it. Long. Yeah. Um, I don't, it's, it's weird too, because when I started, we used magazines, but there, we used magazines because um, they had an accountability almost where there's a lot less accountability online nowadays. I feel like, like you can put anything out there and say you're a coach Yeah. where when you're publishing something, it's a different type of, I don't know. No, I, no, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're hundred percent right. I'm just thinking like the, so there's good and bad to both, right? Yeah. So if you're, you could publish something, you get published in some kind of magazine, let's say 15 years ago and you're, you have to be, the, you don't have a choice. The consumer doesn't have a choice at what they get to look at for the most part. They get like, you know, whatever, there's 25,000 magazines out there. So you pick one, whatever's written in that, it's like, oh, that one person, I can't dispute that. Right. But then if you get on Instagram or YouTube, it's, it's funny to me that more people don't execute good form because ridicule is at the highest level in those right. platforms. Whereas, right. you know, 15 years ago, you had to email or write a letter into the editor like, this is not right. right. This person's doing it wrong. But now you can get blasted, yeah. but people are still going to follow you. Yeah. Or and pay the, you money. And pay you money. Or, or you know, they unfollow you and uh, it's no skin off your back because right. you still have, you know, whatever, how many hundred thousands of followers. Right. Totally agree. So it's kind of like a, a wash. Right. So I do think that it's hard for beginners to figure out what's right and what's wrong. Um, but like yeah. I was saying before, I feel like if you're in the gym and you're working on that mind-muscle connection, mm. and you are being aware of where your joints are and what they're doing, mm -hmm. it's going to be a, definitely a better start. I mean, it's going to give you a base that, you know, if you're thinking about that my bicep needs to work when I move this weight, and you're doing it slowly, and you're contracting the muscle, and you're holding it, thinking about it, yep. you're already starting a base where your, your form is going to be better than it if you go and watch someone who's doing it completely wrong. I mean, if you are, like we said, like I said, if you're swinging your entire body, if your entire body is moving to do anything, yeah, it's not right. I mean, your, body, your, your mind needs to say, I need to stop everything else moving and only move the muscle that I'm working right now. Right. So having said that, let, let, let's say the person is, you know, they're, they're going in to do their first, first workout and, you know, they figure out what good form is. Okay. Let's, let's just say they're out there. Uh, what are some of the exercises that you see most of all being performed incorrectly? incorrectly? I mean, I think squats are hard for people. I'm not saying that I see them incorrectly. Squats are hard, one, because everybody's squat looks a little bit different. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I feel like they're hard for people to figure out. Like, I, you know, everybody's like, where do my knees go? Where do my back go? Where do my arms go? This is too hard. I'm not doing it. But And my argument is like when you get in a car you're like what does the brake do what do i have to do with the accelerator what do, i need this mirror and i need this mirror you're you're multitasking in everything that you do in life yeah so you just need to figure it out and it takes time you don't jump into a car and jump on the highway and you feel comfortable in it you know right. what i mean like when you're 16. so it just takes time um but i think that some of the simple things are what i've said a million times is the bicep curl some of the some of the simple things is what you see wrong the most yeah um yeah that's interesting you know what i mean because it's not what versus it being the hard things that are wrong. How do I want to explain this? Like the squats are in someone else's mind. The squats are hardest for them to figure out. But I think because it's harder, they take the time. Yeah. Versus where the bicep curl is simple, so they're just swinging it around and moving on. Yeah, you do it, you're done. Right. 
Yeah, that's a good point. And doesn't make it... No, because if, if you're a person, especially if you're an advanced person, I don't know. This is That's a, that's a tricky one. I'm trying to think like biceps. Hey, come on in, guys. <laughs> But so so biceps like when you're when you're doing a curl if you're an advanced person I guess if you're really focused on it then maybe that's something you're really taking consideration because you know you have to focus on it but at the same time I'm sure there are some people out there who are like maybe have been training for so long they're just like yeah, this is a, it's a scrap muscle right. so I'm just get these done yeah, and right. I do them okay right. done right but that's probably on both sides exactly yeah okay 100%. yeah there's a lot of caveats in this podcast obviously for sure and it's a hard thing to talk about versus demonstrate yeah there like. is. I mean, you know, make your back neutral. You know, all there's tons of things that you can talk about, but us talking about it is hard to explain. It is, but I feel like talking about it, nobody, nobody. First of all, it, I've been to places where I see it done wrong, and by the people who who work in like specific locations, they they don't take the time to walk over and say, "Hey, I see that you're doing a a lat pull down, and you know they're basically layer like parallel with the floor, and they're swinging every time they come up. They they don't take the time to say." Hey, let me show you another way that might be more beneficial to your lats. And we're gonna move this weight down. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> we're, we're gonna move this weight here. down. And then we're gonna, you know, here's where to contract. Here's where the here's where the placement of your hands go. Here's where, where the bar should stop. Be, yeah. Here's how. First of all, here's how to set up the machine properly, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Instead of like jamming your legs under the like the pads or having the pads too high, your legs are on even on the floor. So those things those things aren't even talked about face to face. So talking to them in person. I mean, right. maybe somebody else out there is like, yeah, right. That's exactly what I see all the time. So I'm okay with it. The things that I see most are, number one, yeah, squats. And it could be bodyweight squats um, all the way to, to barbell squats, front squats. And there is, I feel like there's a linear progression from going to, to, to advancing to like something, let's say like a, you're getting into like the little Olympic style stuff, which I'm not a big fan of unless you're an Olympic lifter, but like an overhead squat or a front squat or something like that. But starting with a, a basic bodyweight squat, the difficulty level you would think is like, oh, you're just sitting down. But all of the, the groundwork from, from your, your feet, feet up. placement. Yeah. So feet placement and then knee placement and then your hip, hip. alignment, where your back is, yeah. your chest, all that coaching and cueing, where you're supposed yeah. to be looking, everything yeah. like the neutral spine. Yeah. I think a lot of people take take it for granted because it's such a basic motion, but if you line everything up, you can get more muscular development out of that one motion than you could do like a lot of other exercises. Yes. Having said that, and I'm, I'm getting like maybe a little off target, but I feel like there is something to be said for people's ankle mobility when it comes to an exercise like the squat. Yes. Because a lot of times people don't address ankle mobility they look right at a person's knees or like where their hips, hips are. They're like, well, you just have, you know, tight hips. Right. Where their hips might be totally fine and in line with their, their, their back. Their knees might not go vagus or valgus. They might not be moving all over the place. But their ankle mobility is awful. Yeah. And there needs to be time taken to address that. Yeah. Um, and I don't hear a lot of people talk about that very often. Yeah. I mean, and mobility just in general for everything is important. Yeah. Your range of motion, your mobility is going to affect everything that you do. Yeah, exactly. 100%. And even if you have good range of motion, just like without weight, and all of a sudden you notice that your range of motion starts getting limited once you do add weight, that's a problem also. Because you should always be able to work through full range of motion no matter how much weight you're, you're moving. Right? Right. Yeah. Um, another one for me, I think, is... Right off the top of my head, it, well, we already addressed lat pull down, but uh, a chest press, a barbell chest press, and we were talking about this earlier. Um, what do you typically see? 
people who are just getting started, for instance, or someone who has bad form. It doesn't even have to be a beginner. I don't know why we're picking on beginners so much. Right. Oh, no. I mean, that's why I agree. I, I feel like it's sometimes people have been here for a, a longer time that are, I guess, because you expect them to be doing better, not better, but doing it more correctly than they are because yeah. they've been here for so long. But they just keep, if, you don't, if you're practicing it wrong, it doesn't get better. You have to practice it good to start before it's going, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it doesn't make any sense to practice it wrong because it just gets worse. It's so much, which was my issue with deadlifting. Like I was, I deadlifted long for wrong for so long. Yeah. It has taken me and I still struggle to get the correct form every time. My first pull every time my back, I can't get it straight. I can't get it straight. It's tough. It's terrible. Because it, once you, once you start, it's a little side note. Once you start training your body improperly, there's a reason why we call it training. Like someone's training a dog because you want certain cues to be happening. You yep. want that dog to do certain things. Excuse me. You're training your body to adapt to that movement, right? Yeah. So then your body becomes adapted to that movement. It gets stuck in. The, so as soon as you line up for that deadlift. It just goes you, through the motions. Yeah. If you have a rounded back, yeah. your heels are off the ground, the bar's too far away from yeah. you. Yeah. You know, you're looking up. Yeah. All those things get ingrained into your central nervous yeah. system. That's yeah. automatic, and then yeah. you have to relearn, yeah. reteach. And still, I'm trying. I'm still struggling. Like once the first, once I get past the first pull, I'm good. But yeah. I cannot get that the round out of my back on the first pull. I it's can't tough. do it. So, no matter how light the weight I put on there. Super tough. But back to the ch chest yeah, press. Yeah, so chest press. So <laughs> um, so barbell. You know what? Barbell or dumbbell, either one. Because I, I see I see a lot of terrible things in both. Yes. I mean, I think that, like on a bench press, there's a lot of hand placement, um, where your wrists need to be, mm, yeah. where your mm. elbows need to be, yeah. where the bar is coming down to and where it's ending. I mean, everything, and again, it's it's hard. Like, you have to think about, you want your joints to be aligned. They need to be, you can't, if you're going to over, you're going to cause injuries in your wrists, period, yep. if you don't have them lined up with your elbows. Like, they need to be, I don't even... Um, and there's a lot of issues too. Like people talk about, you know, if you're gonna arch when you bench, and if you're not gonna arch when you bench. Yeah, that's a tough one for me. Yeah. Because even when I do that, and I don't, I don't, I don't barbell bench a lot, but when I do, I do feel much better when I have my 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 legs almost tucked under me a little, mm -hmm. a little bit, not flat on I'm on the balls of my feet. My butt stays on the bench. I can engage my lats better if if I have it. I have more like a little bit of arch off the bench my low back but my shoulder blades are back yeah i know what i tell myself and i tell other people to do is act like you're trying to break the bar yeah if you set up and you try to break the bar everything's in line and again though like the hand placement's big yeah. if you don't have if everything it's super hard people want to bend their wrists yeah. and carry like on, the, on their palm instead of keeping everything straight and strict that's why i think it's so important to use thumbs i don't know where you stand on like, do you I do, do suicide? Yeah. You do it suicide, Grandpa. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big fan of using that, that, the thumb. It's different for everybody, though, yeah. in terms in terms of that. I just, I like use it, even like for pull-ups and chin-ups and things like that. Eat for rows. Like, everybody's different, but I just love engaging that extra. Times to make me think about it. Again, because my brain just does it. Yeah. Pull-ups, I use my thumb for sure. Rows, I use my thumb for A lot sure. of people don't. A lot of people just wrap around, which yeah. is you know what? No, to me, to me, it's not fine. I'm not gonna say it's fine. To me, to me, it's not fine. I think that's very important. I mean, this is a, sol a more solid grip than this. Right. See you, Joel. Hi. Hey, Joel, come here. Step in here. Joel, come on in. We're recording right now. So, so Joel, well, you gotta go. What do you mean you gotta go right now? Yeah, right now. Say, say hi. Say hi, Joel. <laughs> to, so this is one of the other owners. Silently, did yeah, you see that? This, this is the first, the first podcast <laughs> I've ever done. I ever did was uh, years ago with with this guy. The yeah? very first one. Yeah. This is a professional. W where do you feel? 
is the, the best hand placement for a barbell? Bench press. Barbell bench press, yeah, sorry. How would you set that up? Basically what we're saying is thumbs or no thumbs. Oh, like hooks or no hooks? Yeah. yeah. Do the hooks. Yeah, right. I'm warming up, I might not do the hooks, but I'd usually take a thumb from the, uh, on every bar, there's like a, um, what do you call it, it's like ridged. Yeah. For the difference, I'll put my thumb on that and then I wrap my fingers around. Yeah. That gives me a good spacing. Thumbs here. Boom. On the bar versus being too far out too far. Stronger grip this way, yes? Yes. So yeah. here's my argument, though. If you're bench pressing, why do you have to have a stronger grip? Because if, you you're, if your wrists are aligned with your forearms. Because if you're here and you're holding it here, you've got room to slip there. That's the only thing. It's a safety thing. Mine yeah. yeah. Mine too. Especially safety. if you're going, you know, max. That thing slips off. You're going to press your sternum. You're yeah. Max or not, you've got, you're in a very vulnerable position. You're laying on your back. Where are you going to go? You're going to go on the ground. The bar's going to go one way or the other. It's coming straight down. Gravity's going to take it. Right? So... I feel like Let's you talk about bench pressing off a Swiss ball. How much do I hate? I that? hate that. I hate. I hate almost anything off a Swiss that? ball. A lot of people. A lot of people. And they bust. They burst. And yeah. They slip. Re re regarding yeah, even if they don't slip, the, the chances of that thing exploding could be. And then you throw dumbbells on top of barbell. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Because say I weigh two hundred and I'm pressing eighties. Yeah, that's a. It that's doesn't make any. It doesn't make any sense. That's another one. We could have talked about that. Yeah. I don't think that has to do with form though. I think we've lost all topic here. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying. No. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, benches are made for something. I you're most stable on. That's for sure. Yeah. No. So anyway, okay, Joel. I know you got to go, but I just I know we're we're big on on grip and posture. So. Thanks for the invite. I appreciate it. <laughs> See, man. <Yeah. laughs> um. So so that that that's a good setup. That's a good setup. To. Now, yeah, now I'm all off. So now I can't even think of like we started off with the barbell bench. Okay, okay, no, no. Arm on bench press. Yeah, four, okay, so so okay, we, we got the hooks down, yeah. right? We talked about alignment and everything else. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I got it now. I'm cycling back. So, okay. so I was talking about how I feel better when I have like a little bit of arch on my back, mm -hmm. my shoulder blades back. I feel like I'm breaking the bar. Yes. And I a nice and smooth transition down, nice and smooth transitions up. up. Yeah. Um, I I always try to do that just for joint integrity. Yes. You know, I don't want I don't want my muscular system to not be able to handle everything that put all the stress onto my skeletal system. Right. So, I mean, I feel like you, I feel like you're more stable with an arch, locking in your lats versus just like being that too. Yes. Being I 100 percent feel like that too. Yeah. I, another thing, I feel like it's first of all, like that's a natural that's a natural position when you're standing. Correct. Right. You got a little curve. So Some why do we why do we coach? Why do people coach driving the lower back down, I, I wonder? I don't know. I don't know either. But I feel like that's like a safety, that's definitely a safety issue. Uh, now he's leaving. Okay, I was going to get him in there too. That would have been awesome. Oh my. I would probably have to change the rating on this though. This went from like non-explicit to explicit. Uh, that was Joel's dad who just came in. don't on there. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so, I mean, I think for the bench press too for me, my husband has a history in powerlifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I... He he has always coached me through my bench presses, so I I do a bench press as a powerlifting movement. You know what I mean? Like not that I'm moving any type of crazy weight, um, but just the whole setup of it. But it's a it's a big movement. It's just you know you're setting up. First of all, I think everything changes when you put something on a barbell versus a dumbbell. Obviously. Oh, for sure. Okay, versus a machine, but I think that people have an idea that the barbell maybe is only like for like that Olympic yeah. 
when no. it's when it's not. It can be used for everything. It's a tool just like everything else. Yeah. But it should be used by everyone, but yeah. properly. Properly. Just like everything else. Yeah. It's such a this is such a yeah, I mean it's such a weird topic because it's, a, it's an important topic so but it's, many right, variables it's different for every single thing that you're talking about so then okay there's then there's all right so we we kind of hit on uh chest press a little bit i mean I uh, think what's the, it? The, the important thing too to that everybody needs to focus on no matter what you're doing is your spine like your spine alignment and your neck alignment no matter what you're doing you need to be aware of what that's doing yeah. you know what i mean like if something's not right if you're not standing in a normal posture for you if you're not standing if you're arching over, arching, it's like you need to be aware of that. Yeah. Everything. Right. Everything. Even simple bicep curls that we talked yeah, about. Yeah, simple bicep curls. That is injuries that don't hurt while you're doing anything, but over time, things yeah, are happening. No pun intended, but it's repetition. Yeah. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Yeah. Um, what about, maybe this is a little off topic, what about breathing? Right? So Super in terms great. of form... The Kiwi thing's controlled. I I'm mean, back to I my think. Deadlift, killing me with this. Go ahead, talk about it. <laughs> I, again, with my deadlift, like I don't know when to breathe. Not that I don't know when. Like, I take a deep breath in when I'm pulling up, and I want to breathe at the top, but at the same time, like I'm still trying to hold that. Like, it's it's an issue for me, and it's the yeah. only thing that I have problems with it. Everything else, like my squats and my bench and everything, I can I know when to breathe and I do it. Um, but with that deadlift, it, every it's again, I started wrong and I can't mm. get it out of my brain. I can't stop it. So, I mean, there's been legitimately times where, like, I look at TJ and I'm like, I could have gotten two more reps out of that if I would have breathed when I needed to breathe. Yeah. But I could, couldn't. I don't, I don't think about it. My brain's too busy worrying about everything else. I think people, <clears throat> obviously, breathing is important, like, you know, for yeah, everything. Need it. Yeah, we need it. Yeah, you do need it. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if it's to the point of inhale, exhale during a certain time. I tell most people, as long as they are breathing and they stay consistent in their breathing, I'm happy. Right. Obviously, until you're getting to super heavy weight, it yeah. makes more of a difference. Yeah, because sure. yeah, you talk about like valsalva maneuver, like bearing down. You've got a lot of pressure on the lungs. Your your blood pressure goes up. Your heart rate increases. So a lot of you know, there's there's a bunch of studies, and you probably re maybe read these two studies that are talking about like it, it takes like uh, so much time like off your life or something. Have you heard about oh, that? No. Like holding your breath. No. Holding your breath under uh, under weight. During strength training, yeah. supposedly, it takes certain time like off your life. I don't. I kind of. I think. I don't know. I kind of think it's bull crap. But anyway, we know breathing is important. Um, I think as long as a person has like controlled breathing the yeah. entire time, like right. I'm totally happy. I know some people who like quick, fast, fast breaths, like all the way through, all the way down. Um, I don't know. Yeah. No. I think for me, it's for me. nice and smooth, right. easy breaths. Now, I do think there is a time and place for the Valsalva maneuver. Kind of like, um, like on squats, for instance. Right. Big heavy breath, In, expand your chest, right. go down. keeps everything nice and tight, yep. Yep. and then go down, yep. and then, I would say like about halfway up, right. big out breath, reconvene, right. get back, get your head back into get it, and then go back again. down. Yeah, because yeah, that's going to take your breath out anyway. You're right. going to be exhausted. So at the top, you're going to take a couple deep breaths, go back down. Right. Um, ooh, dumbbell row, dumbbell oh, yeah. dumbbell <laughs> bent over row. Don't that's worry. a t that's a tough one. It's I, is it tough? I don't know that it's tougher. Just people just do it wrong, and I don't know. I don't. I don't know. That was one thing that I was taught to right from the beginning. So it's something that drives me crazy too. And again, crazy not judging it, but just like when you're doing a dumbbell, a bent over dumbbell row, you need to be moving back towards your hip. And I feel like 
again, I, I don't know, for me, I just, I've always just done that whole mind muscle thing. Like I just, I'm thinking about what I'm working the whole time I'm working. And so if you're pulling it way up here by your ear, yeah. I mean, you have to feel like what you're working isn't engaging. Right. It's not what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because you're, you're really, I mean, every everything that every time, every time I think about a movement, I think about how I would do it standing up. Like I think about the planes of motion that your body moves into. Okay. So that's like, I mean, it's no different than doing like a regular row, right? right? So where does that hand go? Right. How, what's the, the natural motion of it? But I think that people too need to think that anything with back, like if they if they think about their shoulders coming back and locking down, yeah, and it, it's almost impossible to do anything wrong. Right. I mean, no matter what mo plane you're moving in, right. That those shoulders need to come back and lock in. Retract, depress, right. and, hold, and then you can do your money every right on everything. And then that that builds repetition, and you keep doing that. Right. So I actually did. Have, did you see the post I did about yeah. um about the bent over row? Yeah. Okay. So. If people haven't seen it, please go out and look at my videos because right. I don't have very many of them. Like, just go out there and like look at one and post. I don't care if it's negative or positive. Like, I, I don't know how to get feedback. I, I'm not very good at that. But um, another thing I see people do wrong, obviously, is, the, is my cat-cow demo, right? So you are performing in an arched position where your back is, 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 um, is curved, and then that throws everything else off. Your hips are out of line which leads to, I mean, your whole posture's off after that. But another thing that I've talked to people about is where they line their leg up with their hip, you okay. know? So we don't have a box in here now, but I've talked to people before and they, they just swear by you have to have your knee in line with your hip. Everything has to be as stable as possible, but I feel like that puts a lot of strain on my lower back. I can't keep things quite, um, quite level. Mm -hmm. So I kind of, push it almost behind myself a little bit and then out away from the bench a little bit. I feel like that gives me good support. Mine's definitely back behind me. I think that's all, I think it's going to be person to person just yeah. because of, uh, you know, your, the way your body's built. But as long as you have a neutral spine right. and you're, Oh, Oh, and another thing and looking, but looking head. up. Yeah. Not, not looking ahead, but looking down, keeping right. everything neutral. neutral. Is so important. Neutral, neutral, neutral. Yeah, neutral yeah. spine, neutral spine, neutral right. spine. If you start honestly with all the stuff we're talking about, if you start with a neutral spine, you're probably you're ninety percent on your way to good form. Right. That's enough. Yeah, hundred percent. Good podcast done. <laughs> <laughs> really, I mean, it kind of came full circle. If you yeah. start with a neutral spine, everything's yeah. everything's good. The spine and the shoulders are the two things. My two big yeah. things. If your neutral, if your spine is neutral and your shoulders are back and depressed it's hard to do things wrong other than they can sort of do your bicep curl wrong and and uh like shoulder press i see you know i see a lot in your shoulder presses like this and i'm standing up <laughs> nobody's gonna be able to see this <laughs> feels good to stand up though Hi. um but when people are standing i see a lot of people like they'll they'll kick back on this hip yeah well what's that do now my back's out of alignment yeah. now my chest is forward yeah so i push that hip in oh boom right away i'm standing upright right you know, just a little cue right and maybe maybe I'll, I'll probably do a little post on that too yeah but uh, so hip alignment, uh, folk, uh, you know, if you're not sure about your ankle mobility, you can go to someone and ask, you can go to a trainer, go to someone, a qualified trainer, go to someone who you think might um, do a squat well, do some research online about ankle mobility, that's a good place to start, um, check in knee positions, hip positions, keeping a neutral spine, um, your shoulder position, not just shoulder position, but scat position, yeah. your shoulder blade position. Right. Because that's just as important as like just like your you know, your delts. Right. 
Yeah, when I say shoulders, I mean neck. Yeah, and then your neck, head yeah. and neck. And I think, you know, if you do Google searches or YouTube searches or Instagram searches, as long as you're searching multiple people and, I mean, yeah. you can get a consensus of what most people are doing, what looks yes. right versus, you know, going to one person and maybe that's right, maybe it's not right. Yeah. Um, there's several really good pages on Instagram that show mobility and form and right and right versus wrong. Yeah. Like that's a big thing too. If someone's showing you what's right and then what's wrong, that's a big difference versus just showing you a video of their workout. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. Yes. It's a, it's a, it's, yeah, especially online, especially that just like here's here's exactly how to do it. No other way. Right. But if you don't know what's wrong, I know. Then right. So that's why there's like there's this one page on Instagram, Fitness IQ, and he I love him, but he again does tons of different things, and he will if he can show if someone can show you the wrong way, yeah, like you're pretty sure they're probably doing it right way. Do you know who uh, Teddy Wilsey is? No. Uh, He's getting. I did a podcast with him last week. He'll be posted this coming Tuesday, but uh, that guy, Doctor Teddy Teddy Wilsey, he's same same kind of thing. Yeah. It's like. Here's the right way. Here's the wrong way. But also, he puts like, here's the muscle group. Right. Yeah. So kind of full circle of what you're talking about. Think yeah. about what you're doing. Focus on it. Because I've thought about doing some of those, and it's legitimately hard, it's to, hard. to try and do it the wrong way. Like once you. Oh, know, well, to do it the wrong way. Yeah. Right. To, yeah. Once you, you know, you know the right way to like physically try to do it the wrong way. Like it's, it's not easy, oh, which is a good. Interesting. It's a good thing. You know what I mean? Like once you're again central nervous system is used to doing it the right way. Yeah, because I, I can kind of see myself trying to perform a, a dumbbell bicep curl the wrong, wrong way. But it would almost be so exaggerated yeah. and weird it would be comical. Right, because your brain doesn't want you to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I've tried. I kind of want to do that now. <laughs> just to see. I don't know. You can start swinging yourself. Um, oh, what about plank? Yeah. <laughs> Here. The elbows up by your ears. What about a plank? What, um, what do you see? Like ass up do you do, do you do you plank at I all i do but not a ton i see it a lot just because people like to do it in personal training right so like they do, like if people like to do plank plank offs right but which is fine um but uh i see that i see it a lot you know you get your butt in the, the air arch, right. your elbows are out in front of your shoulders and that's why people complain about shoulder problems right. during the you know have their elbows underneath their shoulders line those joints up yep same thing neutral spine right. head looking down right. that's another one I see quite a bit. Lunges. Lunges are tough. I tell you what, there's so much, I mean, that that's just, that's a technical movement, just like a squat or a deadlift or right. anything, but. Well, um, a lot of times too with lunges, the foot they're pushing off of is wrong. Yes. The time under tension is wrong. Yes. Running down, the, running them isn't going to help you. <laughs> to, yeah, no, have, having your back leg extended doesn't do anything um, for what, in terms of doing the actual lunge. Um, having your toe too too far out in front, too far back. Yeah, having your chest dip forward. Mm -hmm. Start with no weights. Right. For a lunge, for the love of God, most of the stuff you start with no weights and be good. Right, figure it out first. Yeah, figure, figure out that motion out first. first. Yeah, this is going to be a really weird one to go back and listen to. Because <laughs> it's going to be like nobody knows what, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I, think, I, still, I still think it's fun. But, um, wow, is it really? All right. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. We've okay. talked a lot of a lot of weird stuff, right? <laughs> which honestly I don't care because I don't get to do these very often. So we could I think call this is the kind topic of fun. list or the every topic podcast. The every topic we started, podcast. Right, we started with one, but I'm not. We went all over the place. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's call what it. What is that. it right? Ooh. You okay with it? 
Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad I got to do this anyway. Yeah. So, any uh, people want to get a hold of you? Okay. Where's the best place to find you? Um, Instagram, probably. Which, oh my gosh, I don't remember. I mean, I'm searching under my name, Missy McCain Ball, but Fitness Mom 40 is my Instagram page. Underscore 40? Um, fitness Mom, Fitness underscore Mom underscore go. 40. Okay, I knew it was something. Um, like that. And then my email is Missy McCain at yahoo.com. Awesome. Which is also. Awesome. So if you think we messed anything up, um, you know, prove it. <laughs> come at me, bro. <laughs> yeah, come at me, bro. <laughs> if you think we messed anything up, come at me. <laughs> Um, no, but really, this I for was... sure don't claim to be an expert. If I knew everything, then this would be boring. Keep learning, keep figuring out. Yeah, keep learning, keep figuring out. Right. And you know, that just kind of uh, okay. We will wrap this up, but that just that this just proves that even the simplest things can still be talked about years and years and years right. after you. Seventeen years, I'm still trying to figure out how to exactly. do a deadlift perfect. Yeah. And once it is perfect, then well, I won't be bored. I'll just add more weight. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's add more weight, and then guess what? <laughs> then you got to refigure that right. out. There's a whole new yeah. level. So I don't know. That's that's a good one. That's uh, <laughs> damn it. Start over. But that's a good place to stop. Missy, thanks for doing this. This is nice. fun. It All right, was. all right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like to suggest a topic or be a part of the show, get in touch with Eric on any social media platform at Eric Feigl or email fcp at ericfeigl.com. Make sure to check back every Tuesday and Thursday for more fitness candor.